guys, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining your hosts, Tierra and Jack, for what is now episode number 42 of our Road to 2021 series. So it's a very special episode because Tierra competed this past weekend. So I'm sure all of you guys are very interested in terms of hearing all about her show day. But before we get stuck into that, we just wanted to remind you that if you enjoy these episodes, please remember to repost them onto your social media. And also, if you are listening via the iTunes podcast app, it would mean a lot to us if you could please leave a rating and a review as well. Cool. All right. Well, I guess this is our very first podcast where we're doing like a post-show recap. Mm, very first, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So guys, it is February 22nd, 2021. And yesterday, it's actually been about 24 hours now since I stepped off stage, with which is just absolutely wild you know mm. again like where's the time going oh my goodness but you know well, i can see evidence of of the show right now on you yes you can right the tan still looks pretty nice but <laughs> it will definitely start to patch yeah it's uh, in- inevitable yeah well you guys know i did compete yesterday which was pretty freaking exciting but giving a recap on the past week pretty much in a nutshell it was a really freaking good week. You know, I just felt so supported the entire week. I was getting such kind messages and comments and really supportive words of remark from so many different people. And God, it just warmed my heart. Honestly, I can't thank everyone enough for just giving me so much support this past week, just wishing me good luck. It seriously meant the world. But, you know, this past week, I was pretty much just riding off motivation and excitement. I was just so pumped to get up there on stage. And, you know, it actually was kind of nice because even on my low carb days, it just like distracted me from my tough exercises, right? Like, you know, Bulgarians lunges, like my mind was just somewhere else. I was not thinking about the pain during mm. those exercises. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the biggest game changes in prep is when you have those bursts of motivation or excitement, which arguably is when in the most difficult times of prep, like closest to the show. So mm-hmm. it kind of goes nicely in that regard. Oh yeah, it's freaking awesome, you know, because it helps you push through those tough workouts and also it completely diminishes your appetite. <laughs> mm. So like you t- last episode you talked about your peak week. So do you want to go over that briefly again and maybe let everyone know if there were any changes? Yeah, absolutely. So pretty much I kept my nutritional intake the same in terms of calories and macros. So I still followed those same five lower carbohydrate days at 175 grams of carbs from that Saturday until the Wednesday, kept protein at 160 and fats at 35 grams. And then I had my two high carbohydrate days on Thursday and Friday, which was at 325 grams. Then I did one more low day on Saturday at 175 grams again, and then Sunday was show day essentially. So I did like that mid load. So I kept nutrition the same in terms of calories and macros, but I did stick to my word and I did drastically reduce my vegetable intake. So, you know, laid low on the cabbages and not going to lie, guys, that actually worked a treat because if you remember from last podcast, right, I was just talking about how my scale weight was just bouncing all over the shop. And I really think it was due to just my very high volume of vegetable intake. So again, I cut that down from around one and a half kilograms per day (laughs) down to a more responsible 400 grams per day. And with the vegetable drop, my weight actually dropped drastically too. So the week before the lowest I'd hit was 60.4. 
but it steadily dropped throughout the week. And on show day, I actually woke up at 59.7, right? So a good few hundred gram drop there. And that was my estimated stage weight with Joey for this first show. So, you know, I woke up and like stepped on the scale and I was like, I did it. You know, <laughs> it's so good, man. It's like the cherry on top. Oh, it really is. Honestly, I think any competitor can relate to like on show day, it's kind of like Christmas morning. You wake up, right? And you go pee and then you take off your clothes and you look at yourself naked with your tan on and you're just like, I made it. <laughs> oh, it's such a moment, honestly. It is. It is. Always go pee first <laughs> and take off the clothes. But yeah, pretty much this past week, it was really good. It was a good week of training. It was a good week of nutrition, right? It was pretty hectic with work because I usually work on the weekend. So in order to take the weekend off, I did have to reschedule a lot of my client video calls to the other days, but you know, got it all done, right? And uh, luckily I freaking love my job and all my girls were just so damn supportive. So yeah, it was freaking good. But honestly, like from Thursday until Sunday, there was just like so much driving involved. I just felt so busy, like going between appointments. It was absolutely nuts. Yeah, and I think when, if you hear any competitor who talks about they've done multiple shows, I think they'll usually say that, okay, I'm ready for the off season after doing this many, or it is a massive drain. And to the outsider, it they might kind of be thinking, why, like it's just a show. But there's so much preparation that needs to be done, especially for the girls in preparation for the day itself. Oh, it was crazy, right? Because on Thursday, I had to drive down the coast to do my final posing lesson with Steph. And then on Friday, I had to drive and get my tan, right? And then on Saturday, I had to drive and get another layer of tan. And then I also had to drive and do the athlete registration. And then on Sunday, we actually had to drive to the show. So I was just like going up and down the coast for like four days straight. So it was absolutely nuts. And also because Thursday and Friday were my two high carbohydrate days, right? Like I was in the car and I was just freaking buzzing, man. Like I had so much glucose and bananas in me. Like I just cranked up the music and I was just like belting out loud to my favorite songs, having a good ass time, right? Because, uh, yeah, I was literally bouncing around in the car for like two to three hours each day. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that was really fun, but pretty much, yeah, I did it, right? And we actually recorded a show day vlog, which by the time this podcast is out, I don't think it will be posted yet, no. but we'll definitely be posting it in the coming days. So yeah. you guys can see the visual side of show day. Mm. So, yeah, highly, re if you haven't competed before or you haven't, competed in Australia because sometimes it's nice for all you US listeners sometimes you can't put like a face to a face to the voice or it would be nice listening to this episode if you could picture what the venue looks like so then you can kind of make it up in your head or whatever I'm sure that you know what I mean yeah absolutely you know and it was really fun recording the vlog right yeah and it was easy it was fun to put together I'm really getting amongst the YouTubes now man mm. thank yeah, you very much for encouraging me <laughs> No, I had a great time filming and yeah, it should be an awesome vlog and many more to come of all our show days. Yeah, so pretty much, yeah, had my high carb days on 
Thursday and Friday, right? I did my posing on Thursday and then I got my tan on Friday and Saturday. I did pretty much normal training up until Friday. And then on Saturday, I just did a pump up session in the morning before I got my final layer of tan, which was so fun, man. Like pump up sessions, they're just fun. You know, just going into the gym and just getting a pump. Yeah. What more could you want? Exactly. What more could you want than a pump and to just look really good? And yeah, pretty much woke up on Sunday morning. Just felt good, man. Like even though this past week you and I have been getting amongst the melatonin, right? Like I've still been actually waking up at the crack of dawn, especially on show day. I woke up at like 430 because I was just so freaking excited. Mm. Yeah, I even I'm waking up a bit earlier too, but... Yeah, we're trying our best. Yeah, we still go to bed like really early, like yeah. 8.45. <laughs> so we're definitely getting enough sleep. But yeah, woke up early on show day morning and we didn't have to leave the house for like around three hours. So it was actually nice to still have a calm morning where I could mm. still just have some coffee, you know, go for a walk in the sun, enjoy some breakfast, do some posing practice. Yeah, it was a, it was a relaxed morning, which is what you want. You don't want to imagine waking up at seven and rushing out the door. Like you will have, you would have forgotten something. You would have rushed your breakfast, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was nice to be chilled the flips out and pretty much arrived to the venue, got my final coat of tan done, you know, got hair and makeup done. We watched a bit of the show, right? It was pretty much like, it's a long day, but it still goes quite quickly. Uh, so I wasn't actually on stage until around 2 p.m. The bikini girls are always last because I think, I, I don't know if this is biased, but I honestly think they're like the highlight of the show. Well, yeah, there's a bit of self-bias there. But... <laughs> I personally, they're definitely the most entertaining, you know, like honestly, bikini girls definitely put the most effort into every single aspect mm. of prep, I would argue. I would, one remark that I would make is that obviously there are exceptions but the bikini girls definitely put so much more effort in terms of their presentation and their posing like mm -hmm. if all the bodybuilders were as good a poses as the bikini girls it would have been a very different show I yeah it would be you know it would really be a show yeah. in the morning man and it would be a hell of a lot more competitive for mm. the guys and i don't mean guys prancing around on stage like a bikini chick i mean like actually their bodybuilding routines and how they present themselves on stage, which, mm -hmm. and of course there were just like, there's a spectrum as usual. There's some amazing guys. There's some guys who you could tell just didn't practice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular content on our Instagram and YouTube channel. You can find those platforms by searching the bodybuilding dietitians. See you there. Well, you know, bikini girls in IFBB, no one can argue that they are on another level. Yeah. You know, the competition is freaking insane, right? And essentially that's what I experienced, right? Because again, I know that I looked the best that I ever have in my life so far. I couldn't have possibly brought a better physique to stage yesterday, but even then showing up at my best, that would still had me in like second and third call outs, right? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, only one person can win. Exactly, right? And that's the thing. People need to remember that like at bodybuilding shows, essentially, like I don't want to call people losers because we're not losers, right? But essentially, a lot more people lose than a lot more people win. It just depends on your mindset. Like if you go in there, everyone is different. Like there's no right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Like if you go in there expecting to win and you don't win, you're going to be upset. But if you go in there expecting to have a good time, making the most out of it, bringing your best physique to the stage, 
then that's what matters most. And obviously there's, there's no right or wrong either way. Like if there's nothing wrong with wanting to win first place, but you got to set your expectations if you don't win. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I didn't go into the show with high expectations to come away with a first place, right? I totally understand that I'm not quite at that level to be truly competitive on an IFBB bikini stage, mm. but you know, people could argue, you know, like, why would you enter a competition if you know that you're not going to win or if you know that you're not going to get first call outs? Why participate in any sport? Yeah, exactly. You know, my defense to that is that if you want to gain experience, the best way to do that is to get stage experience. And, you know, as bodybuilders, essentially, if you want to keep improving, right, you have to go through preps and you have to get on stage if you truly want to get better because you learn something every single time that you step on a stage, mm. right? You will always take a learning lesson home and you will always be able to act on feedback and know how you can be better. And ultimately, IFBB bikini is where I want to be one day. And I accept that, you know, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm still very young, right? I've still got years ahead of me to build that muscle maturity, to continue to refine my posing, right? And my presentation and everything and really bring it together. But man, like I'm just gaining experience right now. And ultimately that's why I compete. Yeah. And it's, it's why I compete as well. And why many other people compete. I guess my question for you is what did you learn from this show and what's the plan for the weeks to come? Yeah. Well, definitely, you know, I just had an amazing day. I know that I was so much better than last year. And that was my ultimate goal to blow my previous physique out of the water, which I truly did in every single way. You know, I showed up with a more muscular physique, which was acting on the judges feedback from last year, right? I essentially just, I needed more size. And I did that by stepping on stage two kilograms heavier, which was really good. All of my practice and effort that I put into posing with Steph over these past like eight months, every single week, totally paid off. I was able to present myself so much more confidently and fluidly and really have a, a good level of sass up there, yeah. which I didn't have last year. So yeah, I actually posted a video of my posing routine on my Instagram page. And again, I watched that and I'm like, oh, I can still see little things that I want to work on and things that I'm definitely working on between now and nationals. But still, I'm just so proud of how far I've come, really. So yeah, I'm really, really proud of what I was able to present yesterday. But ultimately moving forward, right? We've got IFBB Nationals at the exact same venue coming up in 12 days. And it's going to be massive deja vu that day. Oh, it's going to be insane, right? It's literally next Saturday. So I keep telling myself, I'm like, dude, I'm going to do this all over again next week. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially, like, I just want to keep dialing in and I want to improve more. Comparing myself to those other girls yesterday, I know that I could probably definitely be a little bit leaner, right? And essentially that's my goal to keep dialing between now and then. But at the same time, my ultimate physique goal was never to be at my absolute peak for this show. That wasn't the goal. My goal was to be my best so far for this show and then keep improving in the shows to come. Because mm -hmm. imagine if I showed up at my absolute best yesterday and then I've still got three months ahead of me for competing, right? I wouldn't be able to truly optimize, right? My potential to be competitive, especially in ICN coming up in like two months. Yeah, it's, uh, 
it's tricky when you have two different federations and you mm-hmm. got to choose your priorities in terms of wh- which one you pick appropriately for. Yeah. Obviously, it's just more physique development as well, which, yeah. which is a more long-term solution. But yeah, you would have really struggled. You would have had to do like a, some sort of maintenance phase or maybe even a diet, an ex- really extended diet break, which mm-hmm. isn't wrong, but you just chose a different route. Yeah, exactly. You know, because last year I really chose that trying to get super conditioned route, right? Remember like, and I dropped my carbs down to 150, fats down to 30. I was eating sub 1500 calories for a few weeks. And honestly, like I was just almost reluctant to do that these past few weeks because last year I know when I did that, despite having two high carbohydrate days each week, I actually did lose quite a bit of size and it didn't work in my favor, right? Mm. So this time I was like, I want to bring a bit of a different physique, right? I want to look fuller. I want to look more muscular because I'm so tall. I'm over 176 centimeters tall, (laughs) right? Like even on stage yesterday, I still kind of look like a giant, right? So I was like, it might actually work in my favor to come in a little bit less conditioned. I was still in shape, man. Of course. (laughs) I was still in shape, but just bringing more fullness, which I actually really liked the look of like looking back on my posing videos, my glutes are so much bigger and my delts are so much bigger than last year. I think the only difference again is just my waistline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not quite as lean as it was last year, but again, that's just the trade-off, but essentially I just want to bring that slight bit more conditioning right for next week, which is ultimately the goal I think for everyone. I think everyone who's competed in a state show is still aiming to keep pushing for that next week and a half Mm. to bring their absolute best to nationals, right? Makes sense for any sport to keep improving between your shows or your events. But yeah, for this next week, I essentially, I just want to find out the perfect peak for me because even on Sunday, I looked good, right? I still don't feel like I quite peaked as well as I possibly could, right? And again, it just comes down to experience trial and error, right? And just having different show day experiences and really seeing, okay, how does my physique truly look its best? Because I did that mid load, but I still feel like I still could have looked a little bit better because even on Sunday, like I had a decent amount of fluid, like in the morning, I probably had around one and a half liters of fluid from like water, coffee, my meal, and then on show day itself, we both had a large long black and I still like, you know, ate my peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a bunch of salt. So I had all my carbs. I had some protein in me from some eggs, right? Obviously I had the sodium, but I just like, I was struggling to pump up, you know, like Mm. I was really struggling to get a pump. It could also be the, it was quite cold in there as well. Mm -hmm. Like that could be a factor, but I completely agree. You just need to trial new things and ultimately how do you think you went though leading up to the shows like sorry to the show itself because you have been doing high days like what is your experience with the high days do you feel like you peaked well for those because that's kind of what i'm doing i'm running those three back-to-back days in mimic of a backload Mm -hmm. approach for my shows yeah so we took photos after every single high day this past week and Honestly, on my first high day, I am just buzzing. I've got so much energy. I feel so good. I feel like I look really good. I'm getting a good pump in the gym, right? Because I'm coming off the back end of low days. I get a good pump on that Thursday first high day. And then I always wake up on the Friday morning and I really like my physique. And then it's that split hair line between some, some days when I wake up after my second high day, I look a little bit spilled over, a little bit too fluidy. 
but some days I also like my physique. But looking back on this past week, which is certainly the most representative because I dropped my food volume from vegetables, right? Ate my similar amount of carbs, but just from more carbohydrate rich sources. Looking back on my pictures, I honestly think that I probably looked better when I woke up on that Friday morning after that first high day. And I still looked really good in the gym when we did our Friday training session that Mm -hmm. morning. So essentially what I'm going to trial for this next week is essentially just doing more of a, I guess you could call it a rapid backload, you know, or just basically just doing one high day. I think that's all Mm. I need right now. Like a a fairly aggressive deplete and then an aggressive replete. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So pretty much for my lower carbohydrate days now, I have dropped that down to 150 grams of carbs and bringing fats down to 30 grams, keeping protein at 160. And I'm actually going to do that for six days of the week. Mm. And then on Friday this week, I'm pretty much going to do a practice peak week for next week because next week the show is on the Saturday. So essentially I'm doing 150 grams of carbs until Thursday, which is only another three days. Not too bad, (laughs) mate. Pretty achievable. And then on Friday, I'm going to do a high carb day at 325 grams. Again, pretty much mimic the exact same foods that I'm going to be eating next week prior to show so again more carbohydrate rich foods not a bunch of cabbages and cucumbers all right (laughs) and then wake up on saturday morning and that should pretty much replicate what i'm gonna look like on the show day and i think i probably on show day what i need to do is maybe just eat more frequent smaller meals throughout the day with more carbs in them more sodium in them and just like sip water throughout the day rather than just having it similar to what we do on our normal days where things are spread out by like three or four hours. I just want to trial that. Yeah. I mean, this is the time now to experiment. So Mm. it's uh, all these different options are going to be very useful for the ICN shows as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. And again, like I'm just continuously learning more and more about my body this entire journey. So that should be good. Pretty much just looking forward to, for this next week, just pushing a little bit harder, right? I've got an, another physique consult coming up with Joey in two days on the Wednesday, which should be good. So I can talk to him and just run all this by him and get his opinion on that. Uh, but essentially, yeah, I, I don't think that any harm will be done. I think last year I responded really well to two high carbohydrate days because Like I've said in the past, I didn't have as much muscle. I just needed more stuff in me to just look (laughs) bigger, right? But I've got more musculature now and I'm very sensitive to carbs, right? And I just know that one day, really based off the photos we've been taking, it's enough, man. Mm. And like there's, there's always people at other ends of the spectrum. Like I know people who you literally give them an absolute bucket load of carbohydrates and they just don't fill out. Yeah. And then there's, I guess you might be, you're much more sensitive to carbohydrates. So you, you don't need as much and you Mm -hmm. don't need multiple high days potentially in order to fill out to the max. And that makes sense, right? As I keep developing, as my physique keeps changing, obviously nutritional protocols will change with that. Yeah. But Couldn't agree more. This next coming week, it's going to be a great trial and essentially getting on stage the following week for IFBB. Again, I don't have any high expectations to play super high. I just want to keep gaining experience, keep climbing the ladder, right? Keep getting freaking better and improving and just giving it another shot and then come back in a few years and uh, be really dangerous. Awesome. Hey guys, just a reminder that we don't just coach physique athletes, but we do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. 
Therefore, if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com or alternatively, click the link in the show notes below. Yeah, well, you know, guys, that was pretty much my week moving into the next week. And again, we will be uploading a YouTube video in the coming days to show the visual side of all this. It's a really fun show day vlog. So I'll put the link in the show notes below, or you guys just search the bodybuilding dietitians on YouTube and check that out. I think you'll really enjoy it. But Jack, I want to hear about your past week. Cool. So this was my, I basically ended my diet break the, this past week. So that was from Monday to Friday. And to give you some stats on that, my lowest before the diet break was around 79.3. And that was on the Saturday morning before beginning my diet break. And then it came up to to around 80.6. So about 1.3 kilos gained. Considering the how depleted I was and how much carbohydrates I was consuming in the diet break, that's definitely about right. And considering my body mass as well, which is around 80 kilos. So I kind of expected to gain that much weight. Didn't really notice any fat gain at all, which was excellent. And it really is just amazing how different you feel with a surplus or a maintenance of energy availability. Mm -hmm. Like I just had so much extra energy, which translated into my mood, into my training, even though it was a deload and just everyday life. Like I, I even had, I went over to my parents and they were just commenting how, oh, Jack, you're a bit more upbeat this week. Cause usually <laughs> I see them on, on a Sunday, which is my lowest day of the week. So yeah, I, it just went very smoothly and I feel like it did me a lot of good to break up before this final phase of dieting. So that's kind of where I'm at now. So I've had, this is my third day now. So Saturday, Sunday and Monday, which is today, low days and then Tuesday, Wednesday will also be low days and then I just begin my normal low and high day approach. So I'll be running Thursday, Friday, Saturday again as high days. So they'll be at 225 protein, 50 fat and 500 carb. And then my low days for now, which will probably change quite soon, are 250 carb, 250 protein and 50 fat. So basically the plan, um, as I said, I've already dropped a decent amount. I'm around 80 kilos right now. And the plan now will probably be to lose another two kilos or so, maybe two and a half in the next six to seven weeks before show. And that'll, yeah, lead me nicely into the first show of the season. Hopefully I'm lean enough for that show. Well, not hopefully, I know I'll be lean enough for that show. And that will basically set the scene for the shows to come in terms of hopefully reversing into them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, I'm just so glad that you had such a successful diet break and deload for the second time now, mm-hmm. right? Again, like we're always trialing new things and finding out what really works, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and you actually, you made some content related to it. Yeah, I made a YouTube video on diet breaks, like not just diet breaks, but also a full day of eating. So going through all my meals, I really like those videos because it actually makes me eat different things which was really nice. So lots of different recipes in there. And I do a segment on diet breaks. What are they? Are they actually useful? How to run one, all that kind of stuff. So definitely check that out on our YouTube channel. But yeah, there's not too much else to say. I've started a new block from today. Today was the first session. As last week, as I, as I said, I did a deload. So Monday to Thursday were deload sessions. I did a basically a full intensity sessions for Friday and Saturday as well, just because I was feeling that good. 
and I wanted to use some of those carbohydrates for a really solid session. And funnily enough, like especially the leg day on the Friday, I did my usual weights and it basically felt like a deload anyway. So <laughs> success. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know, unfortunately, I wish that would last and I wish I could sound positive saying that would last, but I know it's uh, even from today, it was a slog doing my upper session today at full intensity without the extra carbohydrate. So it is what it is. And I still hit my numbers, hit what I needed to get. Uh, it just required a more, more effort. So like the RPE was higher, mm-hmm. which, you, which is what you would expect in a normal training block. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, coming off the back end of the show yesterday, motivation is high. You, We get another little motivation boost next weekend. And then after that, it's only five weeks to go till the ICN show. Mm. Yeah, it's really not that long. I'm I'm kind of riding that wave as well of, of motivation, especially after the show. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't see much of the bodybuilding or classic physique, but mm-hmm. even just being there itself and, and seeing the vibes and hearing the vibes and filming the content was really good. Yeah, it was an epic day. Yeah, it was really, really special. So yeah, that's pretty much it from me. Excited to just keep going, keep progressing and yeah, rock on. Yeah, rock on, man. <laughs> Pinky finger and index finger up. Woohoo! Rock on! Yeah. Oh, uh, something that I, I will be doing this week as well is on my rest day, I'm going to get another blood test. So, mm. my last blood test was on, I think it was either before my mini cut or right after. So, I have those results. And then, of course, I'm going to be getting a blood test at around six, seven weeks out. So, that'll be really interesting to compare the results hormonally like testosterone vitamin levels all that kind of stuff thyroid and definitely 100 percent going to be making a nice youtube video on that and probably explaining the results on here as well yeah that is going to be one of the most clickbait (laughs) youtube videos on our channel thus far right the test that tests the test yes of course Mm -hmm. hopefully i won't have to use that title but (laughs) i'll think of something a bit better you guys can tell that jack's the one that thinks up the titles (laughs) i suggest things he's like Tierra, you don't watch enough YouTube. (laughs) I've had many years of YouTube experience under my belt. Yeah, I need to catch up. It'll take me some time, but hey, we got the time. Yeah, I remember back in Kemet, because in in high school, I was one of the earlier years to use computers. And I used to sit in my chemistry class on on YouTube watching like Christian Guzman and Max (laughs) Tuning and... It was my least favorite subject. So that's my excuse. I remember in high school, yeah, I used to watch this girl called like Jenna Marbles. Mm. Do you remember her? I never watched her, but it it definitely sounds like someone you would watch. Yeah, (laughs) she was just this chick that everyone thought was really funny. Didn't she have a cat or something? No, she would just like, she'd put on a lot of makeup and do these really funny videos Mm. kind of thing. I don't know. No, and I'd really, I'd watch Nigga Higa and I'd watch the original Smosh. Oh yeah. Yes. The original Smosh. They they are so good, man. I love those guys. It's definitely, yeah, humor appropriate for your age back then, but not not now. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh man. I still listen to some of the Nigga Higa songs on Spotify sometimes. Like nice guys finish last and stuff. (laughs) Anyway, Jack, what do you want to improve this week? So I want to just get back on track after the diet break. I'm not going to lie there. There is some discrepancy with the hunger. Like I'm noticing a bit of extra hunger, probably just because I've been used to literally double the amount of carbohydrates. And so yeah, just transitioning back into normal training. 
I do have like one or two little niggles as well. Like my wrist is a bit sore. I think just from, I'm not sure. Like I think it might be from the Smith machine because I, when you unrack the Smith machine, you have to wrench the bar backwards and it might be jamming up my wrist a little bit. So I'm being cautious of that. And yeah, that's, that's about it. So just want to make sure that's settled. going to see the physio and just transitioning back into this low and high day approach mm-hmm. um, in a good way. But what about you? Yeah, so I think this next week, I think I just want to learn more about my body, how I respond to low carbohydrate days, how I respond to one high carbohydrate day, and just see if I can peak even better, you know, and prepare myself to bring an even better physique next week come show day number two. Mm, awesome. Yeah, I'm interested to see how you you look and how you feel doing the more aggressive depletion Mm -hmm. and then the repletion. Yeah, and what actually might even help, right? Just me, like, because I feel like on Sunday, again, I I looked good, but I still kind of just looked, I still looked a little bit flat, right? Mm -hmm. And because I was just struggling to get a pump, I looked like I was holding a bit too much water. I don't know, it was a funky look. It's very easy to overanalyze. It's very easy. You can probably tell by this episode that we have a lot of thoughts and... Yeah, but essentially, I bet anything, I'm probably going to get my stage photos back and I'll be like, God damn, yeah. you know, like I was crazy. Like, what was I thinking? I looked so good right up there. So couldn't have looked better. But anyway, yeah, I'm just excited to learn more about my body and um, should be good. Well, yeah, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in. Sorry, this podcast is one day late, but you know, things happen like shows. But anyway, uh, if you did enjoy it, please remember to take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the bodybuilding dietitians, and we will catch you next week. See you guys.